Welcome to the Self-Care with Marissa Rader podcast. I'm your host, Marissa, and I am a certified life coach and self-care expert. I'm making it my mission to help busy women build a self-care-centered lifestyle because self-care is so much more than just pampering yourself. Society leads us to believe that basic rights like taking a warm bath or having our hair done is self-care, but I'm here to change that narrative. I'm going to teach you how I went from overwhelmed, stressed to the max, and burned out on life to thriving and loving the life I'm building. And it all started with making a commitment to myself. So what do you say? Are you ready to commit to your own personal development journey? Let me lead you to the path of happiness and contentment. That's right, the one that leads you to a life you truly love. Let's get started. are emotions that we all experience, but they're often seen as negative. In this episode, I am going to talk about why we need shame and guilt in our lives and how they can actually be helpful emotions. Hey there, Marissa here. So many people see shame and guilt as negative emotions, but I actually think they're really important for our development and growth as individuals. In this episode, I'm going to talk about why we need these emotions in our lives and how they can actually help us become better people. So the first thing I want to talk about is that shame and guilt are feelings that we experience when we do something wrong. We break a moral code of sorts or feel like we're not good enough. Sometimes shame and guilt can be a positive motivator, leading us to change our behavior for the better. The key to not allowing it to manifest in your life is to understand the process of forgiveness. I am a recovering shameaholic. Yes, I just made that up. I honestly couldn't function without feeling some sort of shame or guilt. It became a real problem for me. Was I making choices that were unhealthy for me or potentially hurting others in the process? Yep. I was. That shame I was feeling told me that it was time to forgive myself for the past, but to move forward making better decisions. There is a big difference between shame or guilt from doing something wrong and shame because of self-loathing. Oftentimes they go hand in hand. What I found was that once I started changing my behavior, when I was feeling that shame, I no longer felt as inadequate. Earlier, I mentioned understanding the process of forgiveness. A lot of times when we ask for forgiveness or repent our sins, we feel we need to continually ask for that forgiveness. I know I used to think that how many times I had to ask for forgiveness was based on how bad I deemed my sin to be. But after I learned that this isn't the case, my shame and guilt slowly started to take up less space in my life. The most amazing thing about forgiveness when we have done something wrong is that you only have to ask once and it's forgiven. Isn't that amazing? If you're truly asking for forgiveness, it only takes one time. This was a game changer for me. It allowed me to free up my thoughts, my regret, shame, and guilt that surrounded certain areas of my life because I knew that if God could forgive me, I certainly could forgive myself. The next thing I wanna talk about is how shame and guilt are important because they help us to stay in line and behave ourselves. I know that that sounds almost childish, but shame and guilt were created for a reason. They're important because they help us stay on track. 
with our moral compass, with our values. Shame is feeling bad about something that we've done, while guilt is feeling bad about something we haven't done. Both shame and guilt can keep us from doing things we shouldn't do, and both can motivate us to do things that we should do. However, they can also be harmful if they're used to control or punish us. If we're constantly being shamed or guilted for our actions, it can lead to loss of self-esteem and even depression, which I will touch on at the end of this episode. Therefore, it's super important to use shame and guilt in a constructive way, such as setting a reasonable standard for yourself and for others. You need to be able to recognize when you feel shame and when you feel guilt and adjust your life and your decisions and your choices accordingly. You should not use them to control you in any way. You cannot dwell on it. You have to learn to move past it. But it's kind of like I've talked about in previous episodes, jealousy or things like that. When you have those feelings, they're actually a good thing. They're showing you what you're missing from your life or what what you could use to help fulfill you as a person. When you have that jealousy for somebody else and something that they have or something that they've done, it's because you are longing for that in your life and that allows you to take that step forward and take action on it. Shame and guilt are the same way. We need to be able to use it to take action. They can also motivate us to make things right when we've done something wrong. We all make mistakes. It's a natural part of life. And while making mistakes can be frustrating, sometimes it can also lead to great things. After all, it's often through our mistakes that we learn the most important lessons in our lives. Imagine, for instance, that you've made a mistake at work. Rather than dwelling on your error, you take the opportunity to learn from it. As a result, you become more mindful and efficient in your job, and you avoid making the same mistake in the future. In this way, mistakes can actually be quite motivating. They can inspire us to do better and to be better. So next time you make a mistake, don't beat yourself up too much. Instead, use it as what it is, a learning experience. The fourth thing that I want to talk about when we are talking about shame and guilt is that they can be harmful if they're used too much or in the wrong way. So as a positive, we need to use them to guide us. But as a negative way, and the reason why shame and guilt get that negative rap is when we use it in a harmful way. If you are constantly berating yourself or dwelling on your mistakes, then shame and guilt can become harmful. So it's all about finding that balance. When used in a harmful way, it can cause you to feel isolated, anxious, and even depressed. Shame is often directed inward, leading us to believe that we are unworthy or undeserving of love and happiness. Guilt, on the other hand, is often directed outward, causing us to feel guilty for things that are beyond our control. Mom guilt is the perfect example of this. Sometimes I feel mom guilt when I don't have as much time for my girls as I would like, or they are begging for my attention, but I am in the middle of something. When I feel this twinge, I have to take a step back, and I have to ask myself, is this a valid feeling. Am I meeting the needs of my kids right now? If the answer is yes, then I tell that guilt to take a back seat. But if there is some truth to that feeling, I have to acknowledge that I maybe need to make some different changes, 
some different decisions in this moment in time. If we allow shame and guilt to control our lives, they will prevent us from living our best lives. Instead, we should use them as tools to help us grow and learn from our mistakes. The truth is that we all make mistakes and we all have to live with the consequences of those mistakes. But what if we didn't have shame or guilt? How would we know when our actions are hurting us or the people around us? I recently heard a friend of mine describe feelings in a way that I hadn't heard before, so I wanna share that with you right now. We all want to believe that our feelings are valid, whatever that actually means. We're constantly being told that, right? In the personal development world, by all of the gurus, they're telling us, your feelings are valid. But what we should understand is that our feelings are real. They may not be valid. Shame and guilt are the same. We may be feeling them, but we have to be able to step back and ask ourselves if there is validity in those feelings. If there's not, you can tell them to take a back seat, move on, and continue on with your daily life being the rock star that we all know that you are. If you found this episode helpful, please leave me a review and share with me what other topics you'd like for me to cover in future episodes. I am doing a drawing here at the end of the month for anyone who leaves a review. You're going to get a curated self-care gift basket just for you from me. It's going to be amazing. So head on over and leave a review and thank you for listening. And until next time, I'm going to be here cheering you on. That's it for this week's episode of Self-Care with Marissa Rader. Thank you for joining me. And listen, if you enjoyed it and think your BFF or any other woman you know might benefit from it, send them a link. Share this episode or screenshot it and share it on Instagram and tag me at marissa.rader. And hey, if you haven't already, come hang out with me on the gram where I share all things building a life you truly love in order to help you be the best version of yourself. Until next week, I will be here cheering you on.